Welcome and greetings, career-minded superstars. You are listening to the exclusive Career Coach, your podcast for all things career. And I'm Lisa Edwards, the indispensable career coach for superstars just like you. Now let's dig into this week's topic, shall we? Hi there. I want to tell you about my webinars that are going to be coming up every month. I want you to check out my website and see what this month's webinar topic is and sign up. The format is going to be the same every month, even though the topics are going to change. It's going to be a huge variety of career-related topics. I'm going to give you a deep dive into content about that topic for about 30 minutes, and then you're going to have a chance for 30 minutes of Q&A in the chat box while I'm, I'm teaching you. You can ask me a question, and then if you're really brave, and I hope you will be, you can be volunteered to coach live on that month's topic. So you can raise your hand and I'll coach you. I want to give you that URL so that you can go to my website, see what the next topic is and sign up. So go to http colon backslash backslash. Nope. So go to my website at exclusivecareercoaching.com forward slash webinar sign up see what this month's topic is, see when and, and, and what time it is, sign up and, uh, and get in there and participate with me. I look forward to having you there. Thanks. Greetings, career managers. How are you doing today? I hope that you are effectively managing your career, doing a beautiful job of it, and today's topic really fits into that beautifully. My topic today is how to get that internal promotion and the raise that, that should and will go with that internal promotion. It really is a different beast, if you will, than looking for positions outside your company. There are some specific strategies that you want to engage in. And this one really came up for me recently because I was reading a document on how different it is the interview process as an internal candidate than an external candidate and it got me thinking about the number of times that I have been involved in as an interviewer in internal candidates and the awkwardness can be considerable and so I really want to help you to understand how to navigate those internal promotions those internal application processes a little bit more effectively so here are my kind of nine suggestions, and then I'm going to talk about facing internal job opportunities. So to get the internal promotion, number one, you have to do a great job at your current role. If you're looking for an internal promotion, there's no place to hide. There's no hope of, you know, the next employer won't know that I wasn't on my game here you're you're going to be laid bare for the world to see so to speak so you want to make sure that you're doing a really great job in your current role up until the moment that you're no longer in that role you want to give a consistently stellar performance i remember a gentleman once now he was leaving he wasn't looking for an internal promotion but i remember him saying to me you know i'm out the door like what's the point in making an effort here and it was such a misguided comment and it and in fact it did come back to haunt him in his career because that, that became known to, to successive employers that he really checked out for some period of time and, and, in fact, left the job without giving any notice. Like He had told us he was leaving, but the day he actually checked out, he just left the office. <laughs> and I literally called Human Resources after a couple hours. I'm like, hey, have you seen so-and-so? And they're like, yeah, he came and out processed a couple hours ago. He actually left a sofa of his own 
in the office and rather than telling us that he was leaving so that he could take the sofa, he just left it. So you want to make sure that you do a great job in your current role until the moment that you're no longer in that role. Number two, you want to be known as a team player. So your reputation needs to be that of someone who will give of your time, give of your talents, your skills, whenever it's needed, uh, whether it's on a formal team assignment or whether it's just you as how you show up to work every day. I think right now of someone that I know who is an entrepreneur and uh, she has a reputation as being a lone wolf and that comes into conversations that people have when her name comes up because if we're thinking about engaging with her in something that that's a kind of a red flag she's a lone wolf she tends not to want to play with others so you want to be known as that team player who pitches in and helps and who contributes fully when you're on an organized team number three you want to be dependable so whether that's dependability in terms of showing up to work when you're supposed to dependability on following through on assignments that you're given dependability on doing the role that you're supposed to do in a team situation in a in a project you want to make sure that you're consistently dependable to get the job done within the time and budget constraints that are given. Make sure that you're not seen as that person who goes off and does his own thing. You can't really count on them. They may come through for you or not. And that's kind of a kiss of death. Number four, you want to make an effort to get noticed throughout the organization. So whether that is volunteering for assignments, particularly those that really stretch you, that are real high profile, that have far-reaching implications, whether it is volunteering for committees, projects that are sort of outside the scope of your work, maybe you're helping with the United Way campaign, something to do with a pet charity that the organization belongs to you agree to vote maybe you're passionate about running so you agree to help with the company's marathon run for some charity whatever it is but you want to make sure that you're getting noticed throughout the organization for your accomplishments and a little bit of that has to do with a little bit of self-promotion now there are always limits to that you don't want to come across as being all about yourself but you also don't want to be reticent to toot your horn when it's appropriate and so there's an internal magazine and you have an opportunity to be featured in that for an accomplishment that you've had recently don't pass up those opportunities. They can be huge down the line as you look for an internal promotion. The next one is continue to develop professionally. So that's something that should never stop throughout your career. For some people, that looks like a formal degree. So those people who don't have a bachelor's degree, then go and get one. Those who don't have a master's degree, go and get one. In other cases, it's specific certifications. So I recently went and got my master resume writer certification, a really big deal. So that was my most recent professional development. In other cases, it's just courses. So it doesn't necessarily lead to a certification or a designation, but you recognize that there's an area that you would really benefit from a certain sales strategy that you've heard a lot about and that others are having success with. So maybe you go and get training in that sales certification. Um, or a certain kind of computer process that you want to learn more about. So just be aware of ways in which you can develop professionally. I think one of the best ways to do that is to look at positions that you would want to apply for next, look at job descriptions, 
and see what those job descriptions are asking for in terms of formal education, in terms of certifications, and in terms of skill sets that you might be able to train for. So where are the gaps between where you are now and where you want to be and what's the best way to get that gap filled? Next, Keep a, t a file of your projects and achievements. So whether that's a computer file, a paper file, a combination of the two, but you want to keep everything in one place so that when it's time to update your resume, when it's time to apply for that internal promotion, or for this matter, an external job that you want to seek, you've got all of the raw material in one place to, to do that updating and to do that preparation. So this can be your performance evaluations, letters of commendation. It can be something to do with a project that you've done. Certainly any press about you or your team, keep that in there. Keep all of it in one place, it's going to make it much easier for someone like me, a professional resume writer, to write that document for you. But also, it's just going to keep you from forgetting some really important things that have happened in your career that, you know, as time passes, you may forget about. And then let your boss know of your ambition. Now, this is, I, I know this one has some potential pitfalls, and you really have to look at it on a case-by-case -case basis. But in most cases, particularly with large corporations, they want you to be motivated. They want you to be ambitious. And so expressing that and then also asking him or her about the criteria for promotion. So I want to be at this level. What's a reasonable timeline to get that kind of position? What's the best way for me to be successful to get that job? What do I need to do to get that job? So be very clear on what that criteria is and then checking in with your boss on a regular basis to see how you're doing towards meeting those criteria. Again, it can be a, a sticky wicket, so you have to look at the situation. So if the only, you know, if the position you really want and really think is the best next step for you is your boss's position and your boss hasn't said anything about going anywhere, then you, you know, you have to kind of figure out how to handle that situation. But oftentimes good bosses are grooming their replacement and would much rather have someone that they have groomed step into their role as they step into the next role in their career, whether it's in the company or outside the company. And so maybe you hear about your bosses that your boss is looking, or I don't know, you've, you've picked up on cues. So maybe you have sort of a fishing expedition with your boss to see kind of what's going on there. And, and, you know, ideally you're in a situation where you're kind of the protege of your boss and he or she can groom you beautifully for stepping into his, his or her shoes. All right. So in terms of acing internal job opportunities, number one, don't cut corners on the application process thinking that it just doesn't matter as much for you as it would for an external candidate. I want you to cross all of your T's and dot all of your I's just as if you were an external candidate. So for many, they think, well, I just need to turn a resume in. It doesn't matter. Or they don't prepare as much for the, for the interview because they know the company and they figure they can answer any questions that they might have. I've worked with a lot of folks for whom we have created a specifically an internal promotion resume. We've done interview work around internal interviews and they have prepared just as fully as if it were an external promotion. Number two, make sure your resume reads as one created for an internal position. 
So in terms of there might be language, lingo that you would use internally that wouldn't make any sense externally. You know, we we talked um, in the previous podcast about massaging job titles on your resume to make sense to the outside world. Well, that doesn't really apply for an internal promotion. What about certain projects that maybe you would describe differently internally or name them differently internally than you would for an external position? So this serves two purposes. Not only do you want to have a resume that is more competitive internally and has been created specifically for an internal position, but you don't want the reader to get a sense that maybe you're also looking for external positions, right? You want this to be really focused on, I want this internal job. Number four, be the insider that you are, but you don't want to sound like a know-it-all, but I do want you to use the lingo, use the knowledge that you have. So you know how we do this. So you're reminding them throughout the interview that you are an internal candidate. So again, you don't want to sound like a know-it-all, but you have this knowledge of the company and I want you to exploit it. Number four, take advantage of internal references, particularly with key executives. So ask those people that are in key positions, you know, if you have a great relationship with the CEO, by all means, get a recommendation from that person. Your current boss, uh, again, I realize this can be a sticky situation, so you have to take it on a case-by-case basis, but who within the company would be willing to give you a stellar recommendation. Number five, follow the same courtesies as an external candidate should, like thank you notes after the interview, periodic follow-ups, either phone calls or emails to check on the status of the position. So just as I said at the beginning, don't cut corners in the application process. I don't want you to cut corners in the after process either. I want you to go through it just as if you were an external candidate. And then finally, my top suggestion is to meet with your boss or the new prospective boss to, to determine if you would be seriously considered as a candidate before you ever throw your hat in the ring. Again, has to be taken on a case-by-case basis, but who can you go to in the organization to have a conversation about whether or not you would be considered for this position? And here's why this is so important. You know, once you throw your hat in the ring, typically that's going to become known. From an external standpoint, you don't necessarily want to be known as the person who was passed over for the job, who didn't get the job. It doesn't do anything for your value in the company. Internally, it doesn't feel good. And I have a very strong bias that companies should never consider an internal candidate that they're not seriously considering. I think that courtesy interviews, quote unquote, are one of the most harmful things that happen in companies because any anytime you're giving an internal candidate false hope when there is no chance that you're going to move them to the next step in the hiring process is damaging and you often lose that candidate. Now, if it's a candidate you don't care about losing, I suppose there's no harm in that from the company's perspective. But I think that there can be far reaching and more serious damage done to the company when you become known as this company that interviews internal candidates that you don't hire. So what I want you to do is have a conversation that you're really interested in this job. Here's what you think you would bring to it. And you want someone who will give you an honest yes or no or 
hey, I'll look into it and find out for you and get back with you, but some kind of more or less definitive answer of whether or not you would be a serious candidate. Doesn't mean you're asking them to tell you whether they would hire you. It's too early in the process for them to know that. But all you're simply saying is, would I be a viable candidate or not? And I don't want to put my hat in the ring unless I'm a viable candidate. So to get that internal promotion raise, number one, do a great job in the current role you're in every day up until the last day that you're in that job. Number two, be known as a team player, whether it is in a formal team project setting or just on a day-to-day basis, you're known as somebody who pitches in, helps out when needed. Number three, be dependable, whether it's the time you come into work or getting projects done on time or meeting uh, budget constraints, be dependable. Number four, get noticed throughout the organization. Get noticed for your achievements. Number five, volunteer for assignments, particularly that stretch you and kind of take you out of your comfort zone and have high profile implications. Number six, continue your professional development throughout your career, whether formally or informally. And and it's particularly helpful to look at job descriptions for the next position that you would aspire to and see what skills or qualifications or certifications they're looking for that you don't currently possess. Number seven, keep a file of your projects and achievements that keeps it front of mind and also makes it much easier as you go to update your resume or prepare for the interview. Number eight, Let your boss know of your ambition. Again, take this in a case-by-case situation, but ideally you have a boss who will support you. And so letting him or her know of your ambition is only going to help you. And then ask that boss about the criteria for a specific promotion and then continue to check in with him or her about how you're doing towards meeting those criterions. Because basically what you want to do is, is create a situation at the end where you've, you've done everything they've told you to do. It's a no-brainer that you're going to be eligible for this internal promotion. It's obvious you've done everything that's been asked of you. And then as an internal candidate, don't cut corners in the application process. Don't think that it doesn't matter as much as it does for external candidates because it does. Number two, make sure your resume is written specifically for an internal position. Number three, use the insider knowledge, the lingo and the and the intel that you have in the interview. You don't want to be a know-it-all, but you do want to be an insider because you, in fact, are an insider. Number four, take advantage of some internal references, people who know you well in key executive positions who will write and or speak and or be willing to answer questions about your candidacy. Number five, follow the same after process that an external candidate should, such as sending thank you notes, following up on the status of the application and all of that. Number six, meet with your boss or the new prospective boss, so the the boss that you would have in the new role, somebody who can tell you whether or not you will be considered as a serious applicant for the job if you're a viable candidate, and do that before you ever throw your hat in the ring to make sure that it's, it's worth your time and also that it makes sense professionally. I hope this has been helpful information to you on how to get that internal promotion and the raise that goes with it. We'll talk about negotiating salaries and raises on another podcast. In the meantime, I want to be your career coach. So please write me a question in the in the comments box. I hope that you'll rate, review, and subscribe to this podcast. 
And also you can email me at Lisa, that's L-E-S-A, at exclusivecareercoaching.com, and I will be glad to help you with your career management issues. Hope you have a fantastic week. Take care. You've been listening to The Exclusive Career Coach with Lisa Edwards, CEO of Exclusive Career Coaching. It would be great if you would rate, review, and subscribe to this podcast. Also, I want to be your career coach, so be sure to ask questions about your career management challenges and job search situation. Until next time.